church family. This is part three of, of our last study, or, or last time in last time in this in this book, uh, chapter thirty of Nehemiah. This is the last chapter of the book, and um, it was just it's great to be able to go through each and every single verse as much as I can, and um, just go through this chapter by chapter. Uh, and it's just been convicting to me and things that I need to work on. And I hope that as, as you are listening to these podcasts, the Lord's working in your life as well. Yesterday, we talked about how to kill momentum in your sanctification. If you, as you want to grow in Christ-likeness, uh, there are things that you want to avoid or things that you need to do. And one of the things you need to do um, that we talked about yesterday is you need to obey God's word and you need to discipline sin. Uh, or dis- discipline disobedience. So for some of you, when you think about how you, when you listen to God's word preached to you, or when you read God's word, you see something um, that you're not doing, you need to do it, or you need to stop something that scripture tells you not to do. Whatever it may be, you need to do uh, things that scripture tells us to do if you want to continue to grow in Christ-likeness. Then we also talk about how disciplining disobedience, that part of the life of the church is that we discipline, and we confront sin in the life of people. Um, oftentimes we... Uh, we we choose to neglect sin in our own life and others because we don't really love God or love other people. But if you truly love the Lord, if you truly love God and want His glory to be made known to the world, you must be willing to defend it. And one way that you defend it is by confronting sin in your life and in others as well. So today, we're going to look at two other points. Uh, if you want to continue to keep the momentum going in your walk with the Lord, you've, number three, you need to honor worship. You need to honor time of worship verse 10 uh, to 14 uh, verse 10 it says i also discovered that the portion of the levites had not been given them so that the levites and the singers who performed the service had gone away each to his own field so that i reprimanded them reprimanded the the officials and said why is the house of god forsaken then they gathered them together and restored them to their post they, these individuals, they stopped the temple worship. They stopped giving to the to the temple, which means what's symbolic of that is that they don't care about being made right with God. They don't care about their sin. They don't want to be close to God anymore. Um, they have a lack. They don't have that reverence um, for for God and and the temple that He's in the, in the temple. Verse 12, all Judah then brought the tithe of the grain, wine, oil into the storehouses. In charge of storehouses, I appointed them Shalahim, the priest, Zodak, the scribe, the Pediah, the Levite, of the Levite, and in addition to them, Hena, the son of Zachar, the son of Methaniah. But they were considered reliable, and it was their tacit distribute to their kinsmen. So what's going on here is that... Uh, the people repented. Nehemiah saw what was going on. They didn't do it, so he can he confronted them, and uh, they brought the offering back. And sadly, some of us only care about worship when it is easy, uh, when, or when the particular leader is leading, or particular elders, or or a particular circumstances. And that shows us that the if you do something like this, it actually shows us that you don't care about worship. The worship to you is just something that you do on a Sunday, um, and you know like. Especially now when we're sheltering place, worshiping is is going to be harder because you're in a more comfortable environment. You're in a place where uh, you're not people aren't um, you know where we're there's no way for us to know who's watching the streams. There's no way for us to know if you're even listening to them, if, even if the stream is on. There's less accountability, but yet that's yet your attitude is seen by the Lord. If you don't care about God, it will, it's going to be be evident in the way that you 
of you worship on a Sunday morning, whether it is online or in person, it, both of them actually doesn't matter to the Lord. What the Lord cares more about is do you have a heart for him, a genuine heart, a genuine love for Jesus Christ, um, and that's something that no one else can see. Be, no one else can see this. You can do all the external things. You can stream every single thing. You can go to every Sunday school. You could be, even be in person and do worship. You can sing. You can do whatever. All things are seemingly right, but if you don't have a, if your heart is not in the right place, that is not going to be pleasing to the Lord. So one thing that maybe I would challenge all of us to ask ourselves today is this: How are you preparing your own heart to worship each week? How, uh, what are you doing to make sure that you that worshiping the Lord is a priority in your life? Because if you don't honor the worship service, your walk is going to be stunted. You're not going to grow. If you're not hearing God's word being preached, you're not singing to the Lord. If you're not giving to the Lord, if you're not serving the church, you're not doing the things that the Lord expects of you on a Sunday, on a worship day, you're not going to grow. Your momentum is going to stop because because that's the day where we're supposed to commit our whole day to the Lord. Not just Sunday morning, but every, I mean, we're supposed to commit to every single day, but particularly on Sunday when we come together as a church to worship. Not only do you stunt your growth by not honoring worship, but you stunt your growth when you don't walk, when you don't, when you start working like non-believers. Um, I put the point, don't work like non-Christians as a command, but if you work, if your work ethic is like non-Christians, then that's going to stunt your growth as well. Verse 15 to 22, we see this, that um, just to quickly summarize, uh, there, were, um, there were all this food and uh, grain in Israel, and they were working on, on the Sabbath. And Nehemiah, uh, Nehemiah again, he, he, com- he confronts them. He's saying in verse 17, what is this evil thing you're doing by profaning the Sabbath? Um, he's gonna, again, in verse 18, he said, did not our, your fathers do the same so that our God brought on us and on this city all this trouble, yet you are adding to the wrath of Israel by profaning the Sabbath? Again, Sabbath is supposed to be a day of rest, and every single time they chose not to rest uh, and work, uh, they're essentially saying that God is not going to provide. Uh, and you have to understand, the non-believers don't rest because they don't trust in God. There's no need to rest because there's no need to trust in God. That's their mindset. But the Jews and the Christians and uh, you know people that believe in God, we should rest. Uh, don't be that workaholic person. I preached on this a few weeks ago that it's better for you to have, uh, you know, one handful of rest and one handful of work. That's Ecclesiastes chapter four. If you if you have this mentality that you need to work really hard, uh, that shows. I mean, it's not, I'm not against hard working. I'm just uh, against people that obsess with work. That it shows you actually they're idle. It could be the prestige of work. It could be money or security that's founded money. Either way, uh, those things are. Um, idols, and you need to repent of those things. Um, you know, we ha- when we have those days of rest, those times where we rest, take rest, truly rest. Stop thinking about your work. Uh, put your cell phone down. Um, you know, like you know, step away from your home, or your your desk. You know, again, I know this is hard because shelter in place makes our home life and our work life essentially the same thing. But you need to mentally turn off uh, that work mode because if you keep working like that, you're showing to even your your family and your non-believing co-workers and non-believing friends that um, your work matters more uh, is this thing that you cherish more than anything in this life. So you need, so all of us, if we want to honor the Lord, one way to, to, to do that is to don't work like non-Christians. Don't idolize work. Verse 19 to 22, uh, Nehemiah shuts all the, the gates so that they can't do it. They can't do any business in there. Uh, again, this is this radical thing that Nehemiah does so that the people won't even be tempted to go and uh, 
and make and do any business there. This is again this foreshadow what Jesus would do by you know um, whipping the people out of the temple because there's you know a, a, a band of thieves in, inside the temple. But Nehemiah does this to show the people that they need to take Sabbath seriously. Now we're New Testament people; we don't have to, um, we don't need to rest on the Sabbath day, uh, but we should rest. The Lord has made us. Um, creatures that have limits and that's designed so that we do not become overly obsessed but be completely relying on the lord for his provision so if you want to stunt your growth work like a non-christian and don't honor the 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 day where we worship the lord and you know some of you guys are working on the day that we're supposed to be worshiping so you're going losing both of them you're not honoring the lord in the in the time that we're worshiping and you're working on the days that you should be resting now i understand there are some circumstances um that you have to you know that's just the case you're in that situation in your life i get that but again is that just a season thing in your life or is it something that you just obsess over because you care more about your job than you do uh, worshiping the lord and you have to be able to say no to your work because um your work should be a means by uh, which is the Lord providing for you, not God itself. It's it's the thing that God uses to provide for you, and it isn't God itself. So work with the right attitude and right perspective if you want to honor the Lord in your work. So that's going to be for our lesson today. You want to honor if you don't want to stunt your growth. You need to honor the, the time of worship that we have and also don't work like a non-Christian. And I trust if you do these two along with the ones that we've heard yesterday that, um, that you will be able to honor the Lord and you, will to, you, won't, you won't have your momentum growing in Christ-likeness be halted. Um, again, we're reaching the end. Uh, tomorrow we're going to go for our last point and that is don't date like a non-Christian. Thank you for listening. Take care and have a good day. Thank you.